You are listening to a best of series only on Lance J Plus. I'm sitting here with Keith Bell, who is the, the vice president of quality and member experience which I just think is phenomenal. I think that a lot of uh, people are going to copycat that. I think putting member experience under quality is a brilliant move uh, because ultimately quality is responsible for stars. You're not going to have good stars if you don't have good member experience. And I think boosting quality leaders to become experts strategically at how the member experience is drawn up. I just think, I know that you're coming from a vendor side, but I'm thinking, I'm putting my payer hat on. I just think that that's brilliant to have that all together. So uh, I'm talking to Keith. Uh, he's been kind of putting on a clinic about member experience and talking about Nagnoy and what they bring to the table with their platform, uh, with their history, with their leadership. Wanted to talk, uh, so we talked about that. Wanted to get some, uh, into some of the quality stuff. What is your approach uh, to, to actually improving quality? So somebody brings you in, they may, they may be somewhere where their heated scores, they want to get better, they want to get better maybe with med adherence, they want to get better with all of these metrics that come to, the, to, to bring your star rating or to, to ultimately kind of define the success and or failure of your plan. What is uh, the Nagnoy approach to, to measuring that data and then actually um, advising health plans to make it better? I think that one of the key things is it's very easy to get lost in the numbers. You have all of these numbers coming at you. You have the stars sure numbers. You have all of the different measure rates. You have the different populations that you have to look at and everything. And in the end, it's all people. Stratification. You throw in a risk adjustment yep. and, you know, the HCC. It's, it's, it can be very daunting. Exactly. And one of the very important things is who are the people right. that I need to help to have better quality of care. And that's where you need to get to to be able to actually make any meaningful improvement. And that is the way that we have arranged our suite of software. We have all of our different products integrated in order to be able to get to the people get to the populations, get to the provider groups that we need to make a difference in order to improve quality of care. Now, does Dagnoy interact directly with the providers on behalf of their clients, or, or how does that relationship? So I know that some vendors, um, they get into risk arrangements, and they actually kind of sit in between payer and provider group at time, you know, depending if it's a cap, depending on it's a fee-for-service. Uh, where does Dagnoy sit on that, on that profile? In the, in the software suite, we actually do have a way that plans can directly tap into the oh, data okay. and have that uh, be piped right into their value-based payments programs, into their provider portals. They can get lists of members that belong to a provider that should have certain care. Classic gap closure, that is a good way to improve quality of care, but it also still identifies those members that have a higher need for care and right. allows you to work with your care managers, for instance. It allows you to be able to stratify your population and look at who it is that uh, is missing care and who they are. What can a health plan do to improve every year? I mean, I think last year was very interesting because... Um, because of COVID, there are some favorable cut points from, from CMS. I've seen some articles saying that 80%, maybe even more than 80% of health plans could actually go down in stars this year with, with total scores. That's very interesting. That's a little scary. Um, you know, I think that a lot of plans, pretty much everybody was four star above last year. And, and, and then it, it kind of welcomes the question, were you lucky or good? And then we'll find out which plans were good, which plans were lucky. But agnostic of that, 
taking the star rating out of it, just what can you do to improve on a, on a year-to-year basis? What are you, what are you um, advising your clients to do to just get better year by year? In general, what we have to do is start peeling the onion. And the first thing, the big part of the onion, the people who would be otherwise compliant that just need a nudge, those are the people that right. respond well to the, tri- the tried-and-true quality programs, sending out postcards, sending emails, sending texts. You need to get this screening. You haven't gotten it yet. They'll go in and get it. That's a big part of the population. I'll give you an example. I've been, I, I got to get so I'm just at the, the 45 mark. And I got to get the dreaded digit. You know, I got to get the 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 the, uh, the prostate exam. I know I have to do it. Now my wife is pushing me. She's like, "You're, I'm scheduling. You're going to do it in November." But I talk to a lot of my friends that are all around the same age. People I went to high school, college with, at that same age. Some are trying to figure out how they can not do it for for three or four years. But like you said, we have to have advocates, and we have to have people that are. Um, you know, I was very big on call center and when I was on the payer side, having people, having really good call people that would make that call and say, hey, Mr. Lewis, you know, you're, you're up for these serious exams. Can we help concierge and, and set you up to get those? I think that that's so important because what we've seen in COVID, people couldn't get care because a lot of stuff was closed down. And we have a lot of people that have two-year care gaps that need to be closed. And that's not just in managed care. That's across the board. I mean, that's people that are here at this conference. They haven't been to the doctor for 18 months, mm-hmm. uh, 24 months, because they're not sick. They feel fine. But because of COVID, you couldn't get that, that basic checkup. And if you don't feel bad, we don't know what's happening in our bodies all the time. And, you know, two years, especially to elderly people, that can make a huge difference for cancers, for diabetes, for all sorts of things. So I think that that's very important to set that precedent. Yeah, and, and, and it's actually that nudge that you keep getting over and over again. The more times that you're told you need to get the screening, eventually you'll probably get the screening. Right. And there are a lot of people that respond just to that. And that's going to be a huge part of right. your rate for quality. And those people we can get. The next part you have to go for is equity, that they're going to be the people that don't understand your nudge because right. they don't speak that language. Right. They're going to be those people that can't, can't physically get to where they need to go because there is not access in their community. Right. There is not transportation in their community. They have other things they have to worry about because they don't have enough money to pay for food, not That's much right. less a copay. They have to decide to manage that health condition or to eat. Exactly. Right. Or they have been a community that um, is averse to healthcare because of experiences in the past. Right. That you, on- you only have to face discrimination in healthcare once to not want to ever do it again. That is true. And that, that is very true. So each of these communities, we get harder and harder and harder to reach and have to work more and more to get to the communities in order to improve equity of care. What are some of the things that Nagnoy advises clients to do to kind of curtail those issues? Because, I mean, every plan has those issues in pockets. And we have people that, rather it's urban, uh, where you have urban poverty, rather they're rural plans, where me personally, I've been at both. Rural poverty is even more of a challenge from my experience. Um, I've been at plans where the CAP survey shows that the average education is ninth grade. You're trying to explain to someone what diabetes and hypertension does to your kidneys over years that has a seventh or eighth grade education. That's very, very difficult to do. You have to formulate that language appropriately and you have to manage your network appropriately. Um, And then in some of the places, you know, Kentucky, West Virginia, you have people that are really struggling in some of these rural areas and and they don't have a bus line. You know, they might not have a Walgreens for 30 or 40 miles. How can you pick up a script? 
I, me personally, I have a CVS and a Walgreens within walking distance from my home. And so they're just challenges that people have in different areas. How are you guys advising once again, where does Nagnoi come in and kind of help plans to restructure or, or to keep that positivity? What are you injecting into uh, the strategic uh, stratosphere? Absolutely. One of the things, in order to really, really target equity of care, you need to know what you need to do. And one of the things that Nagnoi is putting onto all of our product suite is what we can call an equity lens. Nice. A social determinants of health lens. Nice. And you'll be able to look at the people that need care and look at where they are and then overlay that with all of the social determinants of health factors that we are able to measure. Things like a food insecurity index, the... Um, ability to get transportation, the general income of an area, the um, most predominant races and ethnicities, most predominant languages in the area, and overlay that. So you're really understanding the zip codes and the areas that you're working in. Exactly. Right. Because knowing the population is knowing who is where and what they need. Right. And we're not going to be able to go out anytime soon and have every single person health plan tell us what it is that they need and That's who true. they are and why they need it. There are people that will never tell a health plan what their race or ethnicity is. Right. But we can make some assumptions based on information that we know and say, right. this community right here, I have this group of people that are not getting their screenings, and I have these metrics here tell me that these are some reasons why we should change the way we're targeting them wow. and try to improve the equity in that community. And this is why this is who we can send there. And we need to look like the, we need to look like the community and be able to speak in the language that they wow. understand. If you're just tuning into the HealthCast, um, this is the, the Lanch Day Radio Network. I have Keith Bell from Nagnoy. He is their vice president of uh, quality and experience. Um, he's talking about uh, some of the things that they're doing at his organization and his own personal philosophies. One more question before I let you go. I really appreciate you coming in and sitting and spending some time with us. Um, I'm very curious of your thoughts because this is really my wheelhouse and what I like to do the most when I was on um, the payer side. You got a lot of tension between providers and health plans. I mean, it's just natural. We don't talk about it. I talk about it. I couldn't talk about it when I worked for Blue Cross. I can talk about it now. It's a lot of tension. I think that um, I spent many years learning how to talk to doctors, how to massage them, how to understand them. And really, I, I had success when I realized that, look, guys, ladies, I'm not going to tell you how to take care of members. I didn't go to med school. That is your lane. I'm here to help you maximize your revenue because we need to, we need to have the ideal revenue and then you need to have your patients and all of their information updated because you're going to have better outcomes. If you have better outcomes, I can make sure that you get better revenue through value-based care. I was always the person that was responsible for value-based care and, and the payouts. What do you think that um, not just uh, vendors but leaders in the industry, what can we do to kind of uh, draw back on some of that tension between providers and payers and have more of a team-based approach. Yeah, I think there's there's a fundamental disagreement on the approach towards care that comes from the yep. payer side and from the provider yep. side. And we know as a payer, we're thinking about our populations. We need to improve our rates overall. Those right. are the numbers. We need to improve the health of our members overall. We need to improve the experience of our members overall. We need to help grow our membership and get people to want to stay with the plan. All of these things are population-based goals. What does a provider need to do? They need to take care of the person who's in front of them without distraction and be able to meet their needs right then, well right put. there. Live from the Barrier
Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Land J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. The first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Ate off like the assassin. Now I'm blasting. I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, rampage your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson. New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake pseudonyms. Yeah. I'm true. Ooh, bad. Mind travels like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios.